We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Prime time for fishing in the state. Steve Carney joins us. SteveCarneyOutdoors.com. And, Steve, we got... uh, Big time heat coming in tomorrow and again on Monday. And um, how's the bite? Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Um, the bite's pretty good. It's just kind of dealing with the uh, conditions out there. We've had a lot of wind, a lot of heat, but again, like we've talked about, it's an early morning thing, man. We got to get on the water at five thirty, and usually off by ten thirty in the morning. Bite is really good early in the morning, and. After that, you want to just kind of take a nap because it's uh, nasty during the day with, with the heat. So this is, I think, a little early. Usually we get this kind of stuff in July, but, you know, here we are in the middle of June, and we're putting up with it. Hopefully it'll uh, cool off and this won't last. Yeah, it, we, the heat set in early a year ago in June. It was just blistering hot, um, and we're going to get a couple of days of hot stuff and then back in to the 80s or 90s, but nevertheless, with the sun angle, uh, water temps all over the state are, are going to take a major jump in this stretch. Yeah, that's true, Steve. I, You know, I'm kind of switching a little bit because the water temperature has gone up so fast. I'm starting to stay away from the smaller lakes, and I'm going on the big stuff right now. Otter Tail, Miltona, Osakis, the big water lakes are are kind of right right around 70 degrees, but you get on these smaller lakes, and they're in the middle 70s, upper 70s, so when you get these heat stretches like this, you're a lot better off on bigger water, deeper water. A lot of the lakes that are 80, 100 feet deep, you're going to, you know, be in a lot better shape right now, especially with this heat, so you just got to make a little bit of an adjustment, and and another thing, you know, this heat really affects southern Minnesota, southwestern Minnesota, a lot of those shallow lakes that are 8, 15, 20 feet deep. Um, it's kind of the death knell on a lot of those lakes when you get heat like this. You know, you get the algae blooms. I heard you talking about it last hour. Yeah. You get that blue-green algae coming in there, and, and that'll linger for a long time. So it's a good, you know, tip just to think about the deeper, bigger water right now and, you know, hit that until, you know, if things cool off, you can always go back to the smaller lakes. But right now the key is the big water, assuming the wind allows you to get out there. That's what's kind of going on right now. Yeah, the winds are really whipping today, and it's going to be uh, hot again tomorrow and uh, on Monday. And uh, stay warm for the foreseeable future. We don't see any drop in those temps. And you, you brought it up a week ago when we visited, Steve. Um, I, I would assume there's going to be a transition to, to find walleyes in particular in deeper water. 
Yeah, they're sliding a little bit deeper. Um, the, the walleyes have been really pretty consistent. They, you know, they were in about seven, eight, nine feet of water. Now they're about fourteen to seventeen, which is kind of typical. And the crappies and bluegills are the ones that kind of concern me. They're really acting very neurotic. They're some of them are still spawning, if you can believe that. We're in the middle of June, and that's a good four or five weeks later than normal. And some apparently did not spawn at all. They're still, they've got still eggs in them, and a lot of those eggs are being absorbed into their body. So they had a very bizarre uh, spawning session here. Some were successful, some were not. And because of that, the location of them is really changed. They're not where they normally are. They're not in the shallow, mid-shallow areas, and they're not deep, and they're really hard to find right now. So that's been very frustrating, and I think that's got a lot to do, you know, with the goofy spring and the temperatures that have been all over the place. And it's, uh, I, I think it'll stabilize eventually. And what, what bothers me the most is when I get out on a lot of these mid-lake flats, you know, we've got really good weed growth, but the crappies and bluegills are not there, and normally they are. So... There's some stuff going on right now, and I'm also finding a lot of zebra mussels in quite a few lakes now that are getting just really getting to be a pain. I'm finding them as deep as 25 feet, and it's really affecting my live bait presentations, and I've had to kind of adapt and go to bullet-type sinkers and try to get to the outside of these areas that have these hatches, and, it, it, boy, it, it's just it's not good, and I'm finding it on a lot of lakes. Yeah, those invasives, um, it, it, it really is a shame. Um, Steve, what, one of the other things uh, you, you recommend get out early, what, what what kind of bait do you recommend right now? We, we've talked for a while now about uh, live bait being a very important presentation of that live bait. Well, Steve, I'll tell you, I've had to switch to pretty much all artificials because oh, wow. in Lakes Country, northern Minnesota, northwest, the leeches are really small minnows are few and far between sometimes you know the bait shops have them and then they'll go three four days and there's none at all uh so it's basically crawlers uh right now um but i'm kind of 90 percent artificials right now hair jigs tube jigs paddle tails which we're getting to the middle part of the summer where the fish are actively taking big artificial baits like that so i'm moving to that because live bait has been very difficult to get so and when you find it, it's really expensive. Some of these shiner minnows are a dollar a piece, and when you get into a lake with a lot of northern pike, it could be a very expensive morning. But <laughs> artificials are working, and I'm going to stick with them for the time being. And I'm hoping that some leeches, you know, will come in. You know, at least mediums or larges. I, all I'm seeing are these little itty bitty panfish leeches, which you really don't want to use. So. You just got to kind of, you know, make an adaption here and just, you know, make something happen. Um, it is what it is. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Uh, we, will, we will chat uh, soon indeed. Sounds good, Steve. Have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Yeah, you as well. Happy Father's Day coming up tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to get together with my dad, uh, have a little lunch tomorrow, maybe watch some golf. Uh, Steve, take care. Steve Carney, outdoors.com. Joined us on the weekend for years. We are going to break, and we are going to come back, and we're, we're going to talk about something really neat. Everybody's had a ball glove, right? Baseball, softball, 
over the years. Um, my my grandpa had an old glove. I don't know where it is, an old catcher's mitt. I wish I did because I have a guy that uh, could repair it. Um, I call him the baseball glove repair guru. Jimmy Lanetti is going to join us. Uh, he repairs gloves right here in the Twin Cities, he and his son. We'll, we'll talk about that coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Scotty Scheffler by two as they make the turn in the third round of the U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline, Mass. Twins on the radio tonight. Twins and Diamondbacks from Arizona. Our pregame at 8.30, Chris Atterbury, and then Corey Provost, Stan Gladden, with all the play-by-play at 9.10 tonight. Final game of the road trip tomorrow will be on the air at two inside Twins. Pre-game 2.30, first pitch 3.10. And then the Twins have a day off on Monday before they open a series with Cleveland at Target Field on Tuesday night. It'll be a warm one, a warm week. Summer is here. Uh, and you've probably owned a ball glove in your life. I've had many. Um, I still have a couple out in the garage. Uh when my daughters were younger, they played softball, and we'd play catch in the driveway and so on and so forth. I did a little bit of coaching, but uh, so so I've had a ball glove most of my life. And I don't know where it is. Maybe it's at my mom and dad's. But my grandpa had a ball glove. My, my dad played baseball, played softball uh, when he was a kid. So... Uh, having a glove is is a pretty common piece of sports equipment in just about any house in America, and and there's a lot of sentimental value. But what happens when it when it gets beat up, when it's in disrepair, and you'd you'd like to bring it back to life? What do you do? Get a new glove? Not so much. Well, I on Twitter I started following a guy by the name of Jimmy Lanetti, and. He has been repairing gloves for a long, long time, and I thought, hey, this would be a great topic sometime to talk about gloves and glove repair and the, the art of leatherworking. And, uh, Jimmy, good to visit with you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, nice chatting with you today, Steve. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, how, how long have you been doing this, and, and how long have you been r- repairing gloves and working with leather like this? You know, uh, I think officially is D&J Glove Repair. It's been me and my son, Dominic, and I'm Jimmy, so D&J. Yeah. I, I gave him top billing. But uh, <laughs> we, we've been doing it for about 12 years. It kind of started when he was in Little League. And uh, we kind of saw a need among uh, among some of his teammates. And just kind of on a whim, you know, a friend made me a logo, and an eighth grader built our first website, and it's just kind of taken off from there. But but where did you learn the, the tricks? Because working with leather and repairing leather and re- restoring these things can't be easy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a little bit of trial and error initially. Once you learn the patterns, you you kind of figure things out. Um, you know, I like to think that it's kind of in my blood. My, uh, my grandfather was a shoe repairman his whole, his whole life. He, uh, immigrated from Italy and, you know, apprenticed as a shoe repairman and did that his whole life. And, you know, I went to his shop every week and visited and, you know, smelt the same smells I smell in my shop today, you know, the glue and the leather and 
and everything. So, you know, maybe it's in my blood a little bit. Maybe I learned a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's become a great little thing to do. And it's a fun follow on Twitter because you, you, you show some of your work, kind of the, the before and afters, and it really is extraordinary. And at the top I talked about the sentimental value uh, of a glove because when I go in the garage and, and find the tote that my old glove is in, you know, it instantly brings back memories of playing catch with my kids. Now they're grown women uh, or playing catch with my brothers or, or, you know, once upon a time playing softball with my buddies when I was in my twenties, whatever they, 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 uh, there's, there's magic in those gloves. Exactly, Steve. And, uh, you know, this, this is the time of year I really like, I know father's day is tomorrow. And I did, I did, uh, quite a few gloves that people dug out of their attic or out of their garage and, you know, I, you, you saw it probably posted on Twitter, but uh, one guy found this old glove that was his dad's, and literally his dad had not seen it in decades. And uh. he, he got the glove to me on Tuesday, and I just kind of told myself, you know, the rush job I know, but I think it'd be really cool if this guy had this to give to his dad on Father's Day. So uh, I got it done ASAP, got it in the mail. It should have arrived to him today, and uh, he can give it to his dad tomorrow. And it's, it's you know, like you say, it, it's quite a transformation once you put new laces in the glove and condition it. I like to say leather is kind of a forgiving material. You know, it, it gets beat up, but, you know, you can bring it back. You know, it, it can look good again. So, uh, but, yeah, it's, Father's Day is a great time of year for, uh, for giving gloves. And like you say, the sentiment, sentimentality, I've – done so many sentimental gloves you know and heard so many stories about gloves you know a woman contacted me and wanted to have a glove fixed up because it was you know the last thing that her son had from her dad from his dad who you know had had been killed in afghanistan another guy contacted me and said his house burned down and he was able to salvage his glove it was burned and waterlogged and well, it wasn't burned, but it was smoke damage and waterlogged, and I was able to revive it and get it back in shape. And literally, he said it was the only thing he saved from his house, and he was just so glad to just at least have his glove. So, yeah, guys get attached to their gloves. And Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, Jimmy Linetti joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, DJ Glove Repair. And I know er- – Every glove, every project is different because you're rehabilitating something, and yep. y- you just never really know. But I, I would assume, for instance, the the water logs that 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 probably took hours of work, and um, with, with sentimental value, um, what does something like that take? I mean, there, there's got to be a fair amount of expense in bringing some of these back to life. You know, I don't think I've ever charged more than $200 for a job. Okay. You know, a lot of it maybe is time and, you know, stuff that's waterlogged or, or you know, has been left out in the rain. You know, it's just yeah. a matter of me taking sure. it apart and letting it sit in front of a dehumidifier for a few days. So, yeah, it, you know, and then you, then you got your conditioning and cleaning. You know, I got a few tricks, you know, up my sleeve regarding that. 
And uh, like I said, leather's pretty forgiving. You can bring it back if it's not uh, too too damaged. You know, I I you know this is another topic. You know, I don't know how many times I have to fix gloves that the family dog has gotten after, and I just <laughs> tell them, tell them the kids, you know, store your glove on a high shelf or you know get it out of reach. Although I did fix one glove that the dog literally unzipped the player's equipment bag and got the glove out and chewed it up <laughs> yeah yeah they, they they could smell it in there and they they wanted to get at uh yeah. that that bad boy now no jimmy how, how many gloves do you do a week i mean is is this is this a growing concern tell us more about that part of it you know um you know i kind of do this part-time out of my garage right now yeah. and it is it is a growing concern uh, you know i probably do you know this time of year probably knocking out you know close to 20 gloves a week wow um, yeah kind of exciting news recently i know i put it on twitter maybe you saw it but uh i'm i finally outgrew the garage i'm gonna i'm gonna you know have a storefront in the fall and uh start doing this uh a little more officially and uh kind of have a place where i can keep some part-time hours but just uh have enough room for everything i got going now now beyond the sentimental value do you work on gloves that are, that are meaningful to you know players that still play amateur ball or college ball etc i mean do you, have you heard from you know the the people that are looking beyond the sentimental and these are tools of the trade so to speak Oh sure, yeah. I've I've developed a good relationship with uh, a lot of the uh, local town ball teams. I know town ball in Minnesota right now, you know, is getting more and more popular. I think sure. it's great. You know, I got a good relationship with the team down in Dundas. I, you know, I sponsored the fifth inning field drag. You know, they even announced, you know, this today's field drag is brought to you by DNJ Glove Repair. And uh, I'm also going to be out in uh, Union Hill on Wednesday. Uh, you know, one of the local TV stations is doing a doing a town ball tour. So, oh uh, yeah, Fox Nine they do the town yeah. ball tour on Wednesday nights. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted me to mention. Oh no, that's, that, that, that's all good. <laughs> okay, so yes, yeah, yeah. So I'll be in Union Hill, and uh, yeah, if people want to see, you know, come out and. And talk in person and bring a glove and yeah i'll i'll take it or maybe fix it right on the premises but uh yeah i'm looking forward to that uh you know we got the state tournament coming up in uh, dundas and Faribault this year for class b and c for the state tournament you know i work with some of the local college teams uh mcallister college was one of my first customers they've been really loyal i do work for them Kind of a cool deal that happened last week is uh, I got an email from the equipment manager from the, the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, they were at Target Field last weekend, and uh, <laughs> it was another dog situation. Uh, oh. A dog, dog got after the manager's son's glove, so he wanted me to fix that up. So he, he got me some sweet tickets, and uh, I fixed it right while I, right where I was sitting in the seat and handed it back to him after two innings and enjoyed the rest of the game. Oh, that's outstanding, Jimmy. Well, good to visit with you. Continued success, you and your son. And once again, DNJ Glove Repair uh, on Twitter, DJ Glove Repair. Jimmy, we got to do it again soon. Good to visit with you. Enjoy talking with you, Steve. Always a pleasure. All right. Yeah, All right. Jimmy Linetti joining us, uh, Glove Repair Guru here in town. That is, that is cool. I, I wish, 
I could find that. It's got to be somewhere at my mom and dad's. I don't have it here. Uh, my grandpa's old catcher's mitt. Uh, I'd love to turn that over to Jimmy and see what he could do with it. 431, 29 minutes down in front of 5. We'll have an update on the weather, and then uh, we will come back, shift gears a little bit, and visit with Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota and talk about the extraordinary public hearings of the January 6th committee and get his perspective on that and this gigantic, important concept, free and fair elections that we can all believe in and getting to a point where we restore that faith in free and fair elections. And and some still do have faith, but some have lost faith. I mean, let's... Let's be clear. We'll get into all of that with with Larry coming up in a moment here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tough day for scoring at the U.S. Open at the Country Club in Brookline. Scotty Scheffler uh, struggled a bit. He's at four under. Will Zalatoris at four under par. John Rahm. Uh, next at three under par, but uh, tough day today. Sweaters on. It looks breezy at the country club outside of uh, Boston in Brookline. And Scheffler a moment ago uh, hit one off the green and on a par three and took a double bogey five. So he was at six under par, although now tied for the lead. Uh, once again, was off the green and then tried to chip it up on top and came up a little bit short. Uh, I, I'm very familiar with that shot. 4.38, 22 minutes now in front of 5 o'clock, and we're pleased to be joined by Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota. Larry, it's been a while. How you been? I'm been good. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to visit with you. Uh, public hearings, the January 6th Select Committee. Uh, they, they have laid out a lot of evidence, and at the heart of this was the idea that uh, the election wasn't fair, President Trump uh, didn't go along with the results, uh, his supporters didn't go along with the results, 
uh, stormed the Capitol to sum it up. And now we're laying out who's responsible for what. It remains to be seen if any charges will be levied out of all of this. But at the heart of it is, is election integrity. And that has to be a great concern because you spent a great deal of your career uh, understanding elections and uh, the, the mechanisms of elections. And at the heart of it is the, the understanding that all of us believe that elections are free and fair. Yeah, no, it's a very devastating set of hearings that um, show us how close we got to the toppling of our free elections a uh, very conservative um, federal judge, Michael Luddick, uh, who George W. Bush turned down for a Supreme Court position because he said he was too conservative. So this guy is very conservative. Anyway, Luddick said in his testimony that he thought we were on the edge of a revolution. That's how close things got. Um, so very, you know, the, the big story and the little stories are just shocking. Yeah, and, and what what has come out of these hearings, um, and, and, and simply, there there were enough people convinced that the election was stolen, and there are still, based on polling we see, that uh, the 2020 election wasn't on the up and up. And in your position, that has to be of great concern, and legislatures... Uh, around the country have taken action to change election laws in various states, etc. But in in some way, shape, or form, wh- whatever comes out of January, this January 6th committee, wh- whatever the net result is, is somehow restoring people's faith in elections and the integrity of those elections uh, is very important indeed. Absolutely. I think we're, frankly, probably going to take a generation to reverse the damage that's been done by uh, former President Trump. I thought one of the most striking features of these hearings is that most of the information came from very senior Republicans who worked for Donald Trump in the White House, uh, the attorney general, um, Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump. That's where a lot of this information is coming from about the president being told that he lost the election again and again and again. Um, his campaign manager set up something called Team Normal based on the folks who were able to read the election results and come to, you know, a kind of a normal response, which is you lost. There's no way to reverse it. Donald Trump refused to hear that. And um, the result was this, you know, he contributed, um, I think, in, in stirring up the mob that stormed the Capitol. He was certainly encouraging damage, perhaps the death of his vice president, Mike Pence, Pence. That came out this week. And then, you know, there's been some concern that he may have engaged in fraud by encouraging thousands of Americans to contribute to a fund to reverse the stolen, so-called stolen election, um, $250 million was raised. Almost none of it was actually used uh, to uh, contest the election. It was simply pocketed by the Trump forces. So there's a lot there. And again, it's coming from Republicans and very senior Republicans, many of whom work for Donald Trump. This is not you know, a partisan deal with the Democrats 
uh, going after Donald Trump. It's it's something much more serious. Do, do you think, though, the concern when you, you look at this, and I guess this is my concern, and, and I, I have a couple of quick stories that I want to relay. I was at my wife's class reunion. I won't mention what year. She'll get very angry. High school class reunion in, in Sioux Falls. And I ran into some people that I know but haven't seen for years. And somehow it, it, it turned to politics in the election. And there still is a perception by a large percent of the population um, – what, what that number is, is it 25%, is it 30%, is it 35%, I think some of the polls vary, that, that believe that the 2020 election wasn't on the up and up. And ultimately, whatever comes out of this committee and if charges are filed by the Justice Department or whomever is held responsible, it it's about the millions of Americans that believe that the 2020 election was stolen and how you change those minds, that to me, is really a huge challenge. It is. And, Steve, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be overnight. I think it's going to take years. When you have the former president of the United States using the largest megaphone in the world to project this, you know, ungrounded set of accusations, it can't be reversed just, you know, overnight. It's going to take a lot of work. We do have the the 2024 Republican nomination battle coming up, and we may see some conversations about this at that because Mike Pence is now, you know, clearly um, on the record as being a target. And Mike Pence stood up for the rule of law and the Constitution. He did not follow Donald Trump's wishes and became a target. And we know from uh, some of those involved in storming the Capitol on January 6th, they had every intention of killing him. And Donald Trump said in front of senior officials in the White House, in the Oval Office, well, maybe those people, you know, are right. So this is, you know, this, this is just starting. I think we're going to see a continuing debate about it. But I think your fear is well-grounded that people are hold these um, you know, really inaccurate views about our elections. They're some of the, the most accurate in the world after ballots are cast they're recounted um there's something called post-election audits that go on um they're checks and rechecks you know i would say our ballots are safer than or as safe as the money in a bank are, are you concerned with some of the actions that state legislatures have taken uh, around the country and uh, once again, some legislatures and, and some lawmakers around the country felt that they, they didn't have enough election security. And um, is there anything that stands out that's very concerning, a state or two that has done something that um, may, maybe puts their election integrity in doubt? Yeah, I think there are a couple of things that have happened. One is we now have in Georgia and, and elsewhere – uh, the legislature appointing itself to be the ultimate judge of the outcome of elections. Um, they may decide to, you know, not count certain votes. They may create rules um, that uh, throw out certain votes. That's of concern. There are some states that have set up so-called, you know, voter police uh, to, to, to protect against the problem that doesn't exist within, you know, significant 
um, numbers, which is voter fraud. All these things are a great concern. I'm also concerned that we now have senior state officials running for governor, for uh, attorney general, secretary of state, who are uh, committed to this uh, Trump fraud that the 2020 election was stolen. And that that is also a real concern. You're going to have people in senior positions who may well have an interest in obstructing a result in the 2024 elections that they don't like. And that's not American. Yeah, and there's things that have struck me during these public hearings and what has been laid out for the public to view. Um, For for instance, uh, former Attorney General William Barr in some of his statements, and and he has definitely been on record and done a number of interviews beyond the committee that said he just saw absolutely no compelling evidence whatsoever. And, you know, Bill Barr, if he comes out and says that, that's that's pretty compelling to me. Whether, whether you're a fan of his or not doesn't matter. Uh, he, he's been in the government and and was an important figure in the Trump administration. And if he came out and said that, and has said that publicly, that that really, as much as anything, and you mentioned the very conservative judge that came out and and made a statement as well, that, that has a lot of impact on me. Ivanka Trump was interviewed. She agreed with, with Barr. She said, yeah, I don't think my father was right about the election being you know, stolen. And one of the reasons she gave was Bill Barr. Remember, Bill Barr was one of the most aggressive supporters of the president during his term in office. Uh, There was a very important investigation uh, about whether the Trump campaign in 2016 had collaborated with the Russians, and Barr basically buried it. Um, So this is not, you know, this is not a rhino or Democratic friend. He's a rock-solid you know, Trump supporter, and he just said the evidence for fraud changing the outcome of the election does not exist. And it's that simple, period, end of sentence. Yeah, and, and that, that, that's the one that really stands out to me. Well, Larry, good to visit with you. Always good. And uh, as you pointed out, I, I don't think we're anywhere near the end of this. We're not. You know, I would add as concerned as we are you know this is a country that's had democracy for a long time we've had ups and downs i think this is a one of the most serious challenges um but we've got a lot of good people in the process we've got tens of thousands of hard-working professional election officials and i trust them i trust our judges whether they were nominated by democrats or republicans they've accounted themselves very well so, you know, there's a long way to go here. I think the fight is on for American democracy, and I like our odds. All right. Well, Larry, good to visit with you. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye. Uh, once again, Professor Larry Jacobs from the University of Minnesota. And, uh, boy, some of the statements and some of the things have been revealed. And, and once again, I, I get back to the you know, when can the vast majority of us uh, gain faith 
in the integrity of our elections. I, I, the ultimate long-term goal, and he said, it's going to take years to get that back. Nine minutes now in front of five here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We hope you're enjoying your Saturday afternoon here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Uh, we love to talk about the weather, and we've done a lot of that on the program today. Big thanks to Eric Aslison, KNS Heating and Air Conditioning, joining us. Uh, Got to keep that air running when it gets so hot. Uh, Dr. Gene Gaski, VCA Bloomington Animal Hospital, keeping the pets safe. Uh, so, once again, if you want to hear any of our interviews from earlier, John Hines uh, was in earlier in the day for Shaletta between 11 and 2. Get the free Odyssey app and take advantage of the rewind feature. You can go back and catch any of the shows. Denny Long this morning and all the great programming uh, this morning uh, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Tough day at the U.S. Open. The leader, Will Zalatoris, is at four under par. Scotty Scheffler got it to six. Now he's at minus three with John Rahm. Rory McIlroy went reverse. He's at two under. Colin Morikawa's at two under par. So a tough day. It's cloudy. It's breezy at the country club in Brookline, Massachusetts. So young Will Zalatoris is the leader. But uh, you look at the names, Masters champ, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, who's won a U.S. Open. Uh, Keegan Bradley is there. Rory McIlroy is a major champion. Colin Morikawa has won majors. Uh, all right there. Uh, and uh, all the leaders now have hit the back nine at the country club. So we'll continue to keep you up to date on that leaderboard as we move through the day. Still to come on the program today, uh, we're going to get an update on bag to the 50s, middle day of the big three-day weekend over at the fairgrounds. And Wally Birdshell will join us from the Minnesota Street Rod Association. Doe Young Park covers the Twins for MLB.com. It is all on the way here on a Saturday at News Talk, E3LWCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.